everyone. Welcome back to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I'm one of your two hosts, uh, Timothy Robert Dunn. Um, I know you don't normally uh, uh, get this amount of enthusiasm uh, out of my voice, but I'm just I'm just happy to be back in the old studio with uh, my friend Abe. Uh, for first-time listeners, I'm just not going to go that deep anymore. I host a podcast with former President Abraham Lincoln. He's dead, but he's back um, to comment on what well, we started out just as an election podcast. Um, we're we're just we're gonna keep going because it seems like every goddamn day is about politics lately, uh, and it's gonna be this nightmare for four years. So, me and Abe, uh, we're gonna for as long as we decide we want to keep doing this. Uh, comment on the news. Um, I'm trying to think what else you need to know. I think that's everything. Uh, I just need to say his name three times, and then he appears. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Timothy Robert Dunn. How are you, buddy? I am well. How are you? Good. You, good. You appear in good spirits and well rested. I am. Abe, can I tell you something? Oh, yeah. On Thursdays, this is this is the favorite part of my day. I mean, except for seeing my girlfriend at home. That's better. Oh, you old softy. Unless she's like in a mood. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what that's like. I've had, let's see, uh, about almost 180 years of my lady being in a mood. Sure. Can uh, Okay. My girlfriend got really mad at me for drinking one can of sparkling water out of 12 what? the other day. I don't understand what's going on there. When did that happen? That happened probably uh, a week ago. Why was she mad? There uh, were 12 cans and you had one. I think she was like, you need to promise to buy the next pack if you're going to drink my sparkling water. And I was like, okay. And so you made the promise. I did make the promise. So then why was she mad still? Look, sometimes... Ladies, no. Look, I'm progressive. Women aren't crazy. I'm not going to say women are crazy, although perhaps a lot of people thought my lady was. Uh huh. She wasn't crazy. Sure, but sometimes people are crazy. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that sounds all pretty people are crazy. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was well. It's terrific that this is still a thing you guys uh, keep around. You know who started it, right? I was going to ask you, what do you think of modern Thanksgiving nowadays? <laughs> Uh, what do you mean modern? Why are you laughing so hard? I'm laughing because, in my mind, modern... Th okay, Thanksgiving and Christmas are just... They might as well just be called winter home gatherings. Like, all you do is you just meet with people you love or you're friends with, and you eat food, and that's all you do. Well, that's terrific, but that shouldn't be all you're doing. You should be giving thanks for all of those we, things we around We do you. that. We say that for at the, dinner. For the fruitful fields and the bountiful skies. Chipotle. Grocery oh, stores, yes, the healthful Chipotle, and the uh, just inexplicably infinite grocery stores yeah. that offer as many beans as a man could like. Yes, and from uh, all over the world, which is incredible. Yeah, last for a very long time too. So bountiful are these are these harvests that we sometimes forget their source. Yeah, and it is necessary to remember that and to turn our attention back towards it because they are enough. They are so extraordinary that they can turn even the most habitually insensitive hearts. Are you yawning? I wasn't yawning. I think I was like popping my ears. Okay. Okay. Remind them of the. Uh, Sometimes I yawn during our conversation. Yes, I'm aware. When I try to tell you the importance of something, the ever watchful presence of the Almighty God is something Did that. Did you we say can... Everwatch or Overwatch? Because Overwatch is a video game. Oh, here we go. I stumbled into that one. What happens in that video game? It's just a multiplayer shooter game. Um, very popular. Very popular right now. Very popular. Great. I'm sure you're talking about it a lot on the other podcasts. We've done a couple episodes on it. 
A couple. Wow, that's great. That's more episodes than we dedicated to the entire Emancipation Proclamation, but uh, priorities are priorities. To we don't cover politics priorities. on my video game show. I, I'm not expecting that. You know what? That. Excuse me. I also didn't want to do an episode about you're the man now, dog. That was all you. True. We could have done an Emancipation Proclamation episode That's that week. That's true. I did ask for that. And then we also were not just a politics podcast. We were briefly a Weezer, a Weezer review, podcast. A Weezer review podcast. Yes. Until we realized that was a really shallow pod. How are you going to do that many episodes about Weezer? I would hate to listen to that. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think it's important that Thanksgiving remains a time of giving the thanks. Sure. Because it's it's easy. Because the, these these bountiful harvests that we do enjoy are so frequent and so numerous that it's easy to forget how lucky we are. They're so extraordinary. Do you think it's a time to look back on our relationship with the uh, Native American people in America? Oh, what a, what about what? Uh, why? Well, wasn't the original Thanksgiving about? Um, like pilgrims and Native Americans having a dinner together or something. Wait, really? Yeah, that's we were told some story about that. Wait, so you weren't told the story of why I created it? Oh no! Tell me about it. So wait, so you all know? I don't understand. So you all know the Gettysburg Address, but you don't know my Thanksgiving. I don't know the Gettysburg Address by heart. I know what it is. Four score and seven years. <laughs> For listeners. Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln just produced a piece of paper from his pocket. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled Fuck. with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of so extraordinary in nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even, even the heart that is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful presence of the Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, I can't believe you guys don't remember these words. You, need, you either need to say the whole thing fast or not stop and comment on it. I just, it's, they're remarkable. Which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and broke their aggression. Peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed. The harmony. It was basically, it was a, it was a big old... Uh, it was a speech in which you started Thanksgiving? Yes, Oh, I mean, I go on and on and go on and on, but like uh, heretofore, population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege, and the battlefield. And the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. I know that it's you a are, big old. Uh, you are known as a skilled orator. I feel like sometimes you get bogged down in the numbers a little bit. Uh, which numbers? Population increase, things of this nature. Well, I, I but okay, I'll continue on. I do I therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as day of Thanksgiving and praise oh. to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while I am offering them the script, I go on and on. Father who, uh, Father in the heavens, so it was a religious holiday? Not particularly. Look, okay. I was. It was an Abraham Reli- I, Lincoln. Sort I talk of a lot. Of, the war wasn't going great. I was talking about the war a lot, and I was like, "Hey, could be worse. Look at all the food we got. <laughs> Things are doing just fine." It was a little bit of a bait and switch. And if you remember, the most important passage here is that these bounties, which are often so extraordinary in nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful presence of the Almighty God. So it sounds like, first off, I like the tradition of get together with your family and eat turkey. Go home for the holidays, yes. bunch of holidays. Um, but it also kind of sounds like you were being like, hey, I'm not that bad of a president, you guys. Uh, yeah, things aren't that bad. The war's turning around. Let's give thanks. Yeah. Uh, and look, it looked like it worked. Sure. So, yeah. uh, 
consider that. Yeah. I was referring to myself about uh, the heart that is often uh, hib- in habitually insensible to the presence of the ever-watchful Almighty God. Mm. I can be a little bit <sighs> indifferent, perhaps, but cold towards the idea of religion. Well, yeah, you're like me. You just you don't really get it. Yeah, like, you know. You know what it's like to bury two sons. Okay, sir, I, again, I apologize, but I, I did not mean Preside to say over that. the bloodiest war in American history, whose I, wounds are not yet healed. <clears throat> I didn't say that. But you have your own reasons for questioning why the, whether there would be a god or not. Sure. Like, you know, when I got back from the cruise ship, like, I, I emailed Beth Gligerman, and I was like, you know, what about me for touring? And she was like, ah, we already had generals this year. So, like, you know, I have my reasons. Anyway, Thanksgiving was not necessarily designed to consider the pilgrims' relations and our relations to oh, Native okay. Americans, but I'm sure things are going just fine. No, they're they're not. How how so? We should do a whole episode about Native American um, sure. reservations. You know what? Let's do that. Why don't you bring three of your closest Native American friends, and we'll do that podcast. Oh, um, the way we've done in the past with other people, we have their reviews and experiences properly represented and accounted for. I actually, I don't, I mean, I've met Native Americans in the past. I don't have, like, close personal Native American friends. Oh. Yeah. That will make that episode tricky. It will. Um, but I could just research some stuff. <laughs> or you know what? I could reach out to somebody who knows about it, get some info. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's just, we can't go wrong just Googling and seeing what happens. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Well, I'm saddened to hear things are not going well. So, um, <laughs> Trump's cabinet picks. Let's talk about them. Okay. All right. Um, the big one, as you know, uh, actually, I would love to hear this from foreign president. Is the most important cabinet pick secretary of state? Uh, no. What do you What do you think it is? Well, I, I I don't know. I would have to think. Maybe perhaps the Secretary of War. Secretary. Well, that's of a good, especially in your presidency. Secretary I guess Secretary of Defense. Important. Yeah. Hmm. I hesitate to give an answer because I do not want to be accused of favoritism towards any of the. Because you didn't even like Seward that much. Oh no! Right. Not that much. Yeah. But hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I was a bit of a meddler anyway. People would be like, "I'm gonna work on this," and I'd be like, "Oh, I'll work <laughs> on that instead." And they'd be like, "Well, it's kind of my department," and I said, "Well." I don't know what to tell you. That's too bad you couldn't Undercover Boss. Have you seen that show? No. Undercover Boss is a TV show where bosses uh, put on a disguise, and then they uh, go around with their own employees, and they they like, hey, how's the boss doing? And then they complain about the boss. And sure. It's, yeah, they learn something by the end. I do like wearing a disguise. Do you? Yeah. We've never talked about this. Oh, really? Never talked about my journey from Springfield to Washington, where I had to cover... Myself in a disguise and take a separate train to avoid an assassination attempt. What was your fake name? Oh, um, I didn't. I, ooh, uh, I should have given myself. You one. really should have. That's okay. Can we role play this real quick? Okay, sure. I'm. Let's say I'm a man from your time. Okay. And you're on the way to Washington. Yes. Hello there, sir. Here to stay at my inn. What's wrong with your voice? <laughs> Nothing. What's it's the same as your voice? Um, I'm just an innkeeper in 18. All right, Pinkerton oh, guards. I don't want to stay with these. This this place. This man's got a weird voice problem. Let's go to a different inn. Okay, great. Walk, 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 walk. Hello there, sir. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, sorry, can't help you. Got to keep walking. <laughs> walk, 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 walk. Oh, gosh, you know, really, I would rather take a buggy. I hate you, Lincoln. 
was that? Okay. Oh, shoot. I looked. Now he knows that I was a Lincoln. Uh, I don't think this disguise is working. I don't think it is. And scene. So that's what it was like to on your way to Washington? Uh, thereabouts. I mean, you can't really disguise a six-foot-five fella. Right. Especially back then. Also, I mean, it was the, the first times I'd had a, a beard anyway, so yeah. the beard was new, but, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. You and I should role play more often. That was fun. Yeah, it was a little. Um, it and was also, good. and scene. I, I, you caught on, but that's like that's the end. I'll tell you, that was fun, and it is. It is. I will say this in all honesty. It is a damn shame that generals had occurred after you returned from the ship. <laughs> so there's three that I know. Uh, Trump says there's four um, uh, uh, candidates uh, in his mind for Secretary of State, but the ones he's considering are. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, the little troll man who seems very unwell. We call him America's mayor, but yes, he's a... I don't uh, call him that. America has no mayor. America is not one city. I think because we call him that because he was the mayor after 9-11. Oh, great. Well, I was the president during the Civil War. We don't call me the America's president. No, we call you America's best president. Can you just chill out for a second? I don't like that guy. He seems like a pervert. I don't either. I'll tell you, he seems like a pervert. I he seems it, like a pervert? Yes. That man always has his hands in his pockets, and you know he's digging around for something he doesn't need to be digging at. Oh. Leave it alone. Yeah. Look at that little weird man. I don't like it. Cheats on his wife. He did cheat on his wife. He also announced his divorce uh, through the media as opposed to telling her, which is super weird. He's a weird, nasty little man. Yeah. I agree with you. He's also got uh, uh, a conflict of interest because he is... Um, a crazy <laughs> Islamophobe? <laughs> no, I was going to say... Um, through his consulting firms, his security consulting firms, has consulted with governments all over the world. Yes, security consulting firms? Yes, he does. I don't understand. So if my house got burned down while I was living in it, then people would be like, hey, could you come talk Are to you, our fire uh, departments? Look, I am not one to defend Rudy Giuliani, I'm but are you blaming him for 9-11? I am saying if he was in charge during that time, then why do we want to talk to him? Because clearly he messed up a little bit. What if it was a rebuilding consulting firm, a rebuilding a city? consulting firm okay if there's a firm for rebuilding a city i hope they would not have too much business <laughs> but, but maybe giuliano would be a good guy to be a yeah, part of maybe that. in case there was some sort of flood or attack by dogs candidate number t- again attack by dogs is not a thing with us candidate number two mitt romney uh governor mitt romney he was a uh, 2012 candidate uh no real foreign policy experience to talk about but he is a That's sane incorrect. human being That's incorrect. Uh, what? Okay. He to spent be fa- several years in France doing the most, uh, great in the most courageous line of action there could be, trying to convince the French people to give up their wine, and take up with the Church of Latter Day Saints. <laughs> Sir, if I may say, you are being real sassy about these cabinet picks today. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> yes, he was a uh, a Mormon missionary for years, uh, which so, does not count mm, for foreign policy uh, experience. You can also say he ran the Olympics uh, in Utah. That was him, right? Yes. Um, but that's oh, not foreign policy okay, experience. Great. That's awesome. Let's hire a track coach then because he's <laughs> ran a couple sporting events. That's a, oh, so, yeah, right. make him governor because he ran a track meet with several schools there from around the state. But Makes he no spoke sense. out vehemently against uh, uh, Donald Trump during the campaign, which I like. I approve of. Um, so I like the uh, weirdly in this weird universe we're now in. I like the idea of Mitt Romney as Secretary of State. He seems like a rational man in my mind. So he's had to grovel a bit. Yes, uh, he hasn't walked back to any any statements that he's made. He's still talking about trickle down racism and that every business Donald Trump was a part of was a failure. 
Wow, he is... Yeah. Uh, well, either he's been implanted by the party elites to some sort of caretaker appointment that they're trying mm. to sneak through, through some sort of strange backdoor flattery techniques to for mind control over... Make, make the uh, administration seem more moderate. Sure. Yeah. Or conventional. Yeah. Or he is just that idle and requires some sort of employment and has no qualms about just getting on his knees and begging. Right. Uh, then there's General David Petra- Petraeus. Oh, a general. Yes. Uh, uh, a well-known uh, general who uh, was the sort of figurehead for what was called the Surge during the Iraq War, which is when we, we put a whole bunch of troops back into Iraq, and it actually fixed things for a little bit from a security perspective. Wow, what a genius idea. <laughs> Just, we'll put a ton of troops in. You know, he is a mastermind and deserves a lot of credit for that novel technique. Let's just simply outnumber the enemy. Um, but uh, it's a sticking point with uh, Republicans because Democrats didn't support the surge, but it ended up working from a security perspective. Um, uh, well, Democrats shouldn't have supported the war, but that's... Most of us didn't, except for the politicians. We can't get into that right now. Um, but uh, uh, he also, here's a fun fact... Um, even though he's this uh, well-respected general, head of the former head of the CIA, he um, gave classified informa- information to his mistress and then lied to Congress about it. No, sorry, li- lied to the FBI. Um, which, if you'll remember, Donald Trump did not like uh, when uh, uh, Hillary Clinton put our classified information in jeopardy. And whatever happened with that final? Was there ever a final word about that? Uh, about Hillary Clinton's emails? Yeah, we did a podcast right after the FBI announced that they're going to... Reopened it? Yeah. Uh, Comey said nothing that they could take action on. Okay. Yeah. Well, I understand he probably had to go through... He wanted to be as transparent as possible and had to investigate things and trying to be even-handed. So he did not appear to be biased. He made a promise during his congressional hearings that he would update uh, Congress if anything new happened. Um, but he also, the FBI is not supposed to comment on investigations that could sway an election. So kind of a double-edged sword there. Yeah. Boy, no-win situation. Yeah. We all lost. We all really lost. We really? And now we're living in this universe where we all lost. So I, so what woman, I, I'm being careful here, Okay. could possibly, what, what could you possibly gain from a mistress? Why would you share classified information? I feel like we're having two different conversations. No, I'm trying here. to understand why, why have he, a mistress. No, why would he give a mistress? Okay, I know why you have a mistress. <laughs> I know why. Because you got to get it in. And then I, you gotta okay, get I don't. In I don't again. cheat on people, so I, I don't really know. Well, yeah, I understand, and I don't either, and I never have. And you know what? That is probably the best part of the movie Old School is that Vince Vaughn, presented with all the opportunities in the world to back up his big talk about how I'm going to sleep around in my wife in your new house. What's Luke going Wilson. on right now? I spent a lot of time, um, well, over the over the holidays, I watched a movie called, I know you wanted me to watch 300 Rise of an Empire, the <laughs> sequel to 300, but I had to just watch. Sir, I didn't. I actually did watch that movie once, but I don't want you to watch them. I, I, I didn't recommend Old School either. I would really love if you could forward me this list of movies that you keep getting because they're terrible films. Actually, I don't mind old school, but oh, I watched old school. Okay, I, I liked it. It was it really was good. I gotta say, it really held, holds up. It was yeah, it's it's fun. Um, you like Will Ferrell? Oh, Frank the Tank. <laughs> it feel it tastes so good when it hits your lips. It tastes so it feels good. Do 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 do. 
Oh, yeah. You're my boy, Blue. I love you, Blue. Wow, you have so many comedy films to catch up on. Well, I liked this one. Old School's good, yeah. Uh, I like uh, Blue. Uh, I like him a lot. Do you think you like British humor? Do you think you'd be into that? Because <laughs> well, I was going to recommend Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, here's a, Brit- here's a British humor for okay. you. Okay. Hello, there. I've got a hat on. Oh, where's it go? Oopsie daisy. No more. Hat. Are you just doing a British accent? Exactly. It's all about hats, too. The hats fall off, and then they put the hats back on, and then the hats fall off again. <sighs> um, yeah. I like, anyway, I like old school. So Petraeus could have really stood to watch old school because he would have learned from Vince Vaughn that, hey, you know what? Sometimes it is smart to have one vagina for the rest of your life. Also, what is he doing telling a mistress confidential information? How is that going to help him get it in? What that, confidential information could she possibly enjoy? That's a good question. I think it was her biographer or a journalist that was writing about him, and it feels like the kind of thing where he was just trying to impress her. What if she had been a spy? Oh, um, a honeypot. He really would have screwed up there. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I'm sure that guy's going to get the job. Petraeus is? Yeah, I bet he is. But then what do you do in that hearing or during what do his surrogates say? when they Do you do- not see what this is? It's... There's no controversy that could ever bring this thing down because it's just a collection of controversies, of baskets of deplorableness. What if he killed a man? I don't think people would care, especially if that person was, well, if the person was white, they might care. Okay. If that person was a, well. Yeah. What if he, okay, what if, uh, what if he said a, a racial epithet? He'd be okay. You think he'd be okay? I think he'd be okay. Wow. Because he'd come out with a statement that would be like, you know, that was, I made a mistake, and I talked to God, and... I don't even think he would go that far. I think he'd say, uh, I never said I was a perfect person. I'm the president for all Americans. You didn't vote for the Pope. You voted for the president. Yeah, I'm here to drain the swamp and take care of business. Yeah. Look at my hot wife. Um, Sir, one more thing before you go. We got a review. Uh, a what? We we got a review on iTunes. I forgot to mention this. Okay. Yes. Here it is. Could be an A-plus but needs more Taft. Five stars out of five. A charming premise that has become one of my favorite ways to break up my podcast rut. Abraham Lincoln's catchphrases are always on point, and I'm a big fan of the way he low-key burns Tim basically every episode. Only complaint is that the show could use more Taft. From Doris Day of the Dead. Okay. Do we know who Doris Day of the Dead is? I think it is a woman I work with at Groupon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. we sh- Boy, that'll get Taft really rolling if we tell him that. Let's keep it between us. Okay. I don't want to I'm not it. saying she thinks you're bad. I'm just saying. No, I understand, but we don't want to. It'll go to his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, then the next thing you know, that'll get big, and even that won't fit in the bathtub. Right. <laughs> Solid burn. Hey, yo. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. You bet. I'll see you. Well, folks, that's our episode for this week. Um, Trying to think. Oh, if you have any questions for Lincoln, uh, email us at numerical1515, 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. I will ask Lincoln your questions. I think that's everything. We're on Twitter, too. Follow us there, 15 minutes with Lincoln. Okay, bye, everybody.